0: I was talking to my best friend or a family member and they were on the fence between selling now or selling in 2021 i would say my advice would be go ahead and sell it this year yeah take advantage while the economy is good the rates are low inventory is low
1: All right, guys, welcome to the channel. What we are talking about today is kind of a 2019 wrap-up and a few points about 2020. Uh, So uh, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe and hit the bell and you'll get uh, new uh, notifications of new videos. And we are the Queen's Home Team. Mm George Herrera here. Team member, George Herrera. Team yeah. member, Daniel Ackerman. Yeah. And uh, like, as I said, we are the Queen's Home Team and we uh, our mission is elevating the real estate industry through professionalism and service and treating our clients like family. Yeah. So as I mentioned today, we are talking about 2019 wrap-up and 2020. So I guess, George, why don't you just uh, kick it off and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, team goals and, and a
0: little bit of summary of, of 2019 real quick. Yeah. So for 2019, at least for the team, uh, you know, for our team, we ended up selling about 60 properties this nice. year. Um, so that was good. And we did ended up doing 43 million in volume. Um, so that was, you know, it was a successful year and every year just trying to get better. Yeah. So this year we our goal is to sell a hundred properties to help a hundred families buy or sell real estate in Queens. And, uh, hopefully that equals to 50 million in volume. Nice. Um, but when we came up with the wrap up show, so it's uh, it's January. So right. all the numbers are in January to December. And so we figured why not? Let's just reflect on the whole year and see what everything looks like. Um, now, the key indicators for a real estate market, when you're looking at the market, home sales, home prices, interest rates, inventory. Right. So we figure we start with the home sales. So home sales in okay. Queens for 2019. And this is January to December. So the whole 12 months for all of 2019, home sales were down 4.2%.
1: And that's down compared to 2018, yes. right? So so for all of 2019, it's down 4% compared to 2018 that's, in terms of yep. the number of sales. Yeah, for okay. sure. So right. so
0: sales were mm-hmm. down and you figure um, rates were actually better in 2019 than they were in 2018. Right. So is it a matter of, you know... Um, too li- little inventory. I don't think so because yeah. inventory was even more last it was higher, year. Higher, right? And the rates were low, right? So that means that that dip, I think, is more um, a drop in demand, yeah. or you have some people that are moving, you know, yeah. things like that. Moving some kind of, of a York. change in the market. Yeah, yeah. But sales were down uh, for residential single and multifamily properties. Sales were down four percent. For condos, they saw the biggest drop, 12.3%. Yeah, that's big. And co-op saw a decrease of 2%. So not anything crazy dramatic, but sales were down um, in 2019. Right, right. Hopefully, if people are watching, we've got some graphics up
1: on the screen for this. But that's... what do you think about that? Right? What do you, yeah, it is interesting. What do you think about the condo drop? I mean, there's not a ton of condos in Queens anyway. Yeah. But why do you think condos drop so much compared to the others?
0: The only thing I can think of, because condos, there aren't that many anyway. And for all of 2019, there was 805 condo sales. So it's really in comparison to residential that's had uh, you know, 5,000, about 5,000 sales. It's a lot less. And I think it's just construction. Maybe there just wasn't a lot of new condos hitting hmm. the market, right? Does Long
1: Island City factor in on this? Because Long Island City is kind of a weird market where it's kind of like Manhattan yeah. but, or or Those Queens. won't really be in here. Yeah. They won't really when, be in here.
0: Because this is all pulled from our MLS, the Queens and Long Island MLS. Most Long Island City condos will be in OLR or okay. Um, So those won't be in here. So this is looking at all of Queens' Minus Long Island City. Yeah, but and, they
1: were down. So, And for people who are listening or watching who don't know what OLR or REBNY uh, is, REBNY is the Real Estate Board in yes. New York, yeah. uh, which is a different board of realtors from LIBOR, the Long Island Board of Realtors, where yes. we yeah. do our business. So. An, okay, so residential down 4% and co-op down 2%. So co-op... Co-ops actually did better compared to the others. Um,
0: yeah, in yeah they saw a, smaller, a decrease smaller decrease in sales but you know overall down which is interesting yeah. considering how low the rates were last yeah. year you would think it would have gone up I know. but that's that whole question of like how, how high the prices have gone. Yeah. You want me to jump into uh, median prices? Yeah, yeah. Here so for the let's year. go to prices next. Yeah. So I mean,
1: I think kind of echoing what you were saying, median prices kind of showed that the market is kind of changing a little bit. So let me back it up to 2018. Uh huh. 2018 January, you started with a median price of five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Yes. And you ended the year in December of 2018 with prices that had gone up basically ten percent yeah up to $575,000. So over 2018, you had an increase of 10%. Yes, yeah. From January of 2019 until basically August of 2019, uh-huh. the prices didn't change at all. They stayed yeah, at yeah. 575 the oh, whole yeah, time for, for several months there. For several months there was right. a little tiny bump around it looks like around June, uh but it, but really nothing to speak of and the median price stayed at 575 throughout almost the entirety of 2019. Yeah. And then from August until, until basically December, it ticked up by five grand. That last really, quarter, that last you know, quarter ticked up a little bit. A little tiny bit, um, so not much. Um, so bright price is basically flat um, throughout 2019. Um, and again, like what you were saying, with interest rates dropping, you have uh-huh. to ask yourself, like, okay, well, why, if interest rates are so low, because they yeah. started, 2019 started with interest rates, I think, above 4%, if I yes. remember right. yep, yep. And now they're, and like, 3.7. They, really they got really low at yeah. one point. They were, like, 3.5 or even lower. Yep. So you have to figure, okay, well, if interest rates are so low, why yeah. are people not jumping into the market? I know. And my my read on it is that, you know, we've been trending upwards now for like seven, eight years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you kind of are just hitting the ceiling. Like yeah. it's just not gonna go up much, much higher. I know, yeah. And so usually what you see at this, I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll have to wait and see, but usually what you see around this time is, you know, prices level out and then you have kind of a correction where prices yes. drop for a little while. Yeah. And then the the market kind of rebalances and recalibrates. That's correct. Yeah. So, you know, it's I think that it's a good time to sell in the sense that prices aren't really, don't look like they're going to grow much more. Um,
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's definitely not where it was. So like, even if, like you said, um, from uh, the 2018 year, right, they were up about 10%, 9.5%. Yeah, they they kept going up and going up. You know, you think about that appreciation. (laughs) That's when people were buying a property and a year later, it was worth a hundred thousand more. Yeah, You know, a year later, the property's like 200,000 more. So that's, you know, really significant appreciation. Now, where we are right now, you know, if you buy a house right now at this trend, 2% appreciation, you know, your house is probably more so worth the same thing the next year, a little yeah. bit more. So it's still appreciating but it's definitely not trending upward right. by any means.
1: And if you're a seller, like I, my thinking is if you're a seller, don't wait too long because if, if the market ends up adjusting and moving downward, yeah. And you're losing value in, in the
0: equity, you know, in the equity of your home that you're losing. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, for me, I mean, you know, when it comes to selling, in in my opinion, it's all about timing. You yeah. know, when the time is right, you sell, and that's that. Like it's when like, you need to sell, you sell. Yeah, if you need to sell, you sell. You know, and it's just, and just it's, how you approach the market, right? You know, whatever market you're in, you just need to make sure you price right and and yeah. do the whole thing. But um, you know, if you want to sell in a market that is still somewhat in your favor, then this year would be the year mainly because interest rates are still low yeah. inventory is still low so right now we're in like a balanced market where demand isn't outrageously high but the rates are good the inventory is low so it's still a good time and prices are still appreciating you so know once it's not
1: you, what the at the speed that they were before no yeah. and
0: so if you look at the last 12 months yeah. um from the 10% in january of 2018 right that increase that we had in 2018 you go uh 9.5%, 8.5, yep. 7.5, 6.5 it's smaller and smaller and smaller and now for this year for all of 2019 the appreciation was 2%. 2.2%. Yeah. And so the trend is definitely downward trending. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens this year because yeah. the rates will stay low but um yeah it's a good time if you're thinking of selling this year or next year i would say go ahead and do it this year yeah for sure that's and that's kind of what i was getting at just to yeah for and sure. And just to
1: wrap this up quick because we should uh move this uh move this along yep. uh
0: residential
1: uh so that's single and multi-family homes were uh-huh. up 1.3 percent for yep. the year uh co-ops actually had the biggest increase uh which isn't surprising because they're more affordable um so yeah. that, they had an increase of 6.4 percent and a lot of times what you see is when markets start capping out people start looking for more affordable options. And so they'll jump into the co-op market because it's a little bit more affordable.
0: And then condos were down 1.2%. So that's yeah. kind of echoing the decrease the sales in sales down. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's true. And that speaks to kind of that affordability factor yeah. where the co-op prices were up. One thing about the single and multifamily, I'm almost sure if you broke that down to single and multi, I'm sure the multifamily prices had a bigger uh, increase than single. If I had to guess, that single family market probably was down, and the multifamily market was probably up. up, Just from our experience, because last year, single families, especially in the more expensive, the higher range, people were steering away from, and people were looking for the two and three family Makes sense,
1: because they can rent out a part of it and and recoup some of their monthly costs. Yeah, for sure. So, that's prices. I guess next we want to talk about interest
0: rates, right? Because we we kind of alluded to that. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about interest rates. Let's talk about that. So interest rates right now, and uh, based on we use the bank rates, bank rates latest survey on uh, all the nation's largest, largest lenders. Uh, So the benchmark right now for a 30 year fixed mortgage rate is 3.74%, which is kind of like what we're talking about. That's a great rate to have. So it's at 3.7 rate is, is great. Um, And we'll see where it goes this year. But my, expectation is that they won't rise much especially since the fed is expected not to um you know do any rate hikes or anything yeah. we're in an election year so most likely i think you'll see good rates for the for most of the year it's awesome yeah and, um, something else i wanted to mention regarding interest rates so yesterday we were having a conversation with uh our friend victor andrade at uh meadowbrook mm-hmm. mortgage we should we should have him on the podcast yeah I'm for sure that. And so we were talking about just uh, how his year was last year, how the year is this year. Uh, According to him, he said he has a lot of buyers that are still in the market, a lot of buyers approved. Uh, uh, One thing he mentioned, because I know refis were up last year, and he said refis were definitely up. And he said he has a lot of people refying and taking cash out of their houses and going to invest because the rate is so low. So what you have, not only homeowners refying to a lower rate, but you also have a lot of homeowners tapping into their equity, doing a cash out refi, and they're taking that Equity, And they're going and investing it into another property and taking advantage of the cheap money. Right. So that's something else that, um, you know, he told me that's what he that's what he's advising a lot of his people, a lot of his network. He's telling them, look, if you have equity, do a cash out refi and go put that money to work. So especially since the rate is so low so totally that's something point. to keep in mind yeah
1: absolutely i mean and it's like it just goes to prove that real estate is such a great avenue to building personal wealth you yeah know, i and know financial independence which yeah is what everybody wants i mean you don't have to be yes. totally rich but to have the financial independence to do what you want to do and and be secure yeah like a home becomes a bank <laughs> yeah After yeah while, totally you know? yeah
0: it all starts with that first one yeah. that first one uh, opens all the doors so um, so next, what do we have? Well, I think we can skip the number of uh, home sales because we kind of talked about that already. Yeah, um, we're so- pretty much at the same level as January of 2019. Yeah. So in 2019, it was going, it was trending upward for the first half and then it started going down. And we're pretty much at the same level yeah, we were. Because in the
1: fourth quarter, I think we saw a lot of transactions that kind of yeah, took I away mean, a lot of inventory. The rate really going low,
0: yeah. it kind of uh, uh, ticked up the sales.
1: This is a good a good opportunity, I think, to just jump into a little bit of our inventory that we're bringing to market real quick. We won't spend a lot of time on this, uh, but you know, here's some new listings that we have coming to market. Uh-huh. We have a, a two-family in Maspeth that's being sold with a tenant in place, right, yeah. for eight ninety-nine. Yep. Tell us a, a quick 30-second uh, synopsis of that uh, So that for this
0: one, it's a two-family, a family attached house, out of state owner. She doesn't oh. live there. First floor is vacant. Uh the basement is vacant. Renovated uh basement and nice. upgraded also renovated on the first floor. The second floor there's a tenant and she's a great tenant. So she's good she, that comes with the property basically. She's coming with the property and you know, normally that's not an attractive selling point. But me, as being a landlord myself, I mean, when we met this lady and she's just amazing, she's cooperative, uh, she's helpful. So in my opinion, to inherit a tenant like the one that we're selling it with, I think is great. You know, you know, yeah. you're getting one good tenant. And a solid you either, cash flow. and all. Yeah. That stuff. You live yeah. in the other one or you rent it out. But it's a good property at that price, two family, eight ninety nine. That's, um, that's good. It's a it's a pretty good property. And Maspeth
1: has been getting a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have a, a one family in Cambria Heights. Uh huh. Um, I, I what what is that being sold for? So this one, the asking price is five forty nine. Five forty nine. Okay. okay. And we did a little bit of something to to get that ready for
0: market, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So this one, we actually <laughs> sold the house right across the street from it. Okay. In twenty nineteen. Um, we listed it also at 549. Uh, that, that one was, uh, renovated. It was a nice house, um, three bed, two bath, colonial private driveway. This one is right across the street. Same exact thing. It's a little bit bigger because it has the attic, the finished attic. Um, and it has a full finished basement with a separate entrance and everything. But, uh, this one is another good one. We, we like to price where the market is and you can see since prices are pretty flat. In this market, it's the same thing. We're pricing it at the same thing as our other one, but we're expecting a really good turnout because it was cluttered when we first saw it, a lot of furniture, a basement tenant. So we had them vacate the basement tenant, uh, declutter everything, fresh coat of paint, and the place looks beautiful. We just took pictures today and, and it looks good. So I think I'm expecting that this one will go quick.
1: All right. So I guess that that's that's our new inventory. So let's go on to the question of the month, right? This yeah. is the, the main the main event, so to speak. Yeah. We got the 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 main card here. So the question of the month um, that we're tackling this week, George, is uh is now a good time to sell a home in Queens? We kind of talked a little bit about that already, yeah, yeah, uh, in the earlier when we were talking about home prices. So, is
0: now a good time to sell? Do you think? Yeah. That? So now we started doing this. We're going to be doing this just so you guys know. Every every episode, we're going to include one frequently asked question yeah. that we get from buyers or sellers, and that way, you know, you can just hear our answers and see what we think. But yeah. this is one that we get a lot of. You know, owners that will ask, "Is now a good time right. to sell?" And you know, to Tough question to answer in the sense of, you know, my thinking on it is that when you're ready to sell, that's when you sell. Timing the market is nearly impossible, you know, but is now a good time to sell in Queens? Let's say 2020. Is it a good time to sell? I do think it is just because of the way the market's trending. Um, because the interest rates are still going to be low, most likely for this year. Yeah. And because we don't know what's going to happen in 2021, I would say, yeah, it is a good, is it the best time to sell? No, because the best time to sell probably would have been two, three years ago right? when the prices were appreciating 15, 16%. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, prices are still going up. Um, inventory is low, interest rates are low. So I think it's still a good time to sell. You know we're not in a buyer's market yet so that's I, I think that's great like what's the the cutoff point for a buyer's market in terms of months of
1: inventory six right? months so, yeah. exactly six uh-huh. months so when we talk about months of inventory just for those people who don't know we're talking yeah. about how long would it take given the days on market and the number of transactions over the last say six, six months, months yep how long would it take to sell off all the inventory that's yeah. currently
0: available? Yeah. If nothing else came on. So if we list a property that has 14 months supply, you know that's a buyer's market. That means there is so much inventory and there's only a few houses selling every month. So you experience it as soon as you put it on the market, you realize there's a ton of competition and there's only two that are going into contract this month. And we sell all over Queens. Yeah. And everywhere we've sold so far everything still seems to be pretty balanced. You yeah. know, somewhere in that six to... We don't really see month supply below six anymore. Right. Um, but six, seven, eight maybe. Yeah. We haven't seen 12-month supply, 14-month supply yet. But once you get over eight, yeah. I think that's when... And you really have to make considerations, it's, right? It's more pronounced. Yeah, yeah. You, you see that, okay, there's a lot of competition here. So given, so.
1: given that... The market that we saw, like the prices, have kind of flattened out a little bit. They're uh-huh. only coming up very, very incrementally. Yeah, and that um, number of sales has been kind of trending downwards. Uh huh. So we we saw that earlier on in the in the in the show. So given those things, what considerations do you think sellers need to be making if they do have? I agree with you, first of all, yeah. that timing the market, asking like, is it a good time to sell? It's kind of yeah. a silly question because yeah. you sell when you need to sell. Yes, yeah. Like you don't, nobody wants to sell a house just for the fun of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not yeah. a fun thing to do, and it's stressful. And usually there's
0: so much that goes into the right. preparation and Exactly, family, so it's not like everything. you just decided, hey, you know
1: what, it's a good time to sell, I'm gonna sell my house. Let's do it, right? yeah. yeah. You, you sell the house because you need to sell. That's right. The question of whether it's a good time to sell or a bad time to sell is kind of irrelevant. It's, yeah. it's more like, what do you need to do to get the house sold? Yes. Yeah. It, that's given true. given the circumstances of the market. Yeah. So with I guess that's my question is that given that we see the market kind of leveling off price wise, yeah. And number of sales kind of trending downwards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you what what's your advice to people in terms of how they need to approach the market if they need to sell their house? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if you're a homeowner and then you sit with an agent and they go through a full market analysis with you and they tell you what the month supply is in your area, if it's over eight. That's your signal, even if it's seven, eight, you know, even if it's a balanced market, but especially if it's a buyer's market, that's your signal that you can't just throw a house on the market like that. You will not sell. It will take you a long time to sell unless you really price it at a really low number. And you may not sell at all. Yeah, because when you're in a buyer's market, Mm -hmm. that means there's a lot more competition. That means there's a lot more choices. And which ones do we know are going to go? The ones that are in good condition. So if you have a house and price attractive and priced, right. So, um, you definitely like, as we move into a more pronounced buyer's market, like whenever that time comes, then we'll most likely be making more recommendations on doing repairs, fresh coat of paint, you know, little things to make it present better. And if a seller's not willing to do it, you just have to make sure the price reflects that so that you still can attract people and get the property sold. But that's, I mean, that's really yeah. what, what you have to consider. If if you're in a seller's market with four months supply, you can just put the house up. It'll probably sell right bins. away. Yeah. But if you're, you know, your month supply is over six months, over eight months, then you really have to put in the time to prepare it. Otherwise, you might be sitting on the market for a while.
1: I think that I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, it's really um, important, I think, for sellers to realize that the name of the game he's yeah. getting bids yeah what would and you say all, about that do you I think mean, that, that's
0: true it's all it all it also comes down to motivation timing you know so um, we're never opposed to trying a higher price if, if a seller wants to we'll always suggest what we think the most strategic price <laughs> is where we would attract the most people yeah. and if, if a seller you know the the fear i think is leaving money on the table and uh, you know, maybe underselling, which never happens as long as you expose it fully to the market. So that's, but. let's,
1: let's, let's dig into that. Cause I think that's an important point because
0: yeah. a lot of sellers are afraid of underselling. Yeah.
1: Leaving money on the table. Yeah. I know the answer to this, or I think I do, but tell me why
0: you said that's not really possible if you do all the marketing. Well, as long as your agent is fully exposing a property, right, cooperating with all agents, answering every phone call on the property, getting everybody in, then that means you will field every offer. You will get every interested buyer in there. If it was priced 100,000 below what it's worth, it will sell for a hundred thousand over asking price, yeah. and we've done this many times. Because, really, the reason why is because buyers are educated. You know, buyers know what properties are going for, and you they know? know that they're going to have to compete against other buyers. Yeah. So if something's underpriced, you know right away, and you already know it's going to be multiple offers. So you know, buyers are educated. Consumers are very educated. So uh, there's no such thing as underpricing unless your agent doesn't co-broke or doesn't expose the property, then you can very well undersell. Bingo. Because and I think we've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think that's such an important point. And it's something that's it's often hard to, to get across to people is that as long as I'm doing my job yeah. and marketing your property to the max and fielding all the offers and cooperating with all It'll the, brokers go bring to for the buyers, what it's worth the market will naturally push it up to its maximum value. 100%. And that's something that's really important. But let's get back to the original point, which is is now a good time to sell a home in Queens. And I think we said that as long as you're aware of the the market uh, conditions right now, and, yeah. and take that into
0: consideration and, and and do what you need to do yeah. to position yourself well, yeah. that yeah, it's a fine time to sell. I mean, if this was, you know, if I was talking to my best friend or a family member and they were on the fence between selling now or selling in 2021, I would say my advice would be go ahead and sell it this year. Yeah. Take advantage while the economy's good, the rates are low, uh, inventory's low, I would say go ahead and get it done this year. And because 2021, there's a lot of variables, you know, especially when you get whoever the new president is um, or if it's the same president, whatever the case after the election, we never know what's going to happen. So, I, yeah, you I, mean, know. I think
1: the point is you never know, no matter what, when yeah. when it is, you yeah. never know what the future holds. Yeah.
0: Now is always the best time to sell. And we do know that now the Fed has already stated that right. they have no intentions of, of increasing, of at doing any rate hikes. Uh, we know that inventory is low right now still. Uh, we know that interest rates are low and they're expected to be low for the rest yeah. of the year. So it's so like, why it's not? Like, why why not? Yeah. Get get your place ready and put it up in April, May. You know, so it, I think the answer would be yes if it's between now and 2021. Yeah. You know, I agree. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much
1: covers it. You know, we uh, we, we did everything that, uh, you know, we've covered all of it. Yeah. So
0: uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. You know, check out our new listings that are going up this month. That's right. We have a lot of stuff coming on the market, so and just visit our website. That's www.queenshometeam.com. Yep, right on the homepage, you'll see all of our new listings. And um, yeah, check them out whenever you get a chance. That way you can yep. come... Uh, hopefully you like one of them or know someone that's in the market for yeah. one of them, or you can just come by and meet us. You yeah know, absolutely. Chat with um, the team. So that pretty
1: much covers it. If uh, you know, we th- thanks very much for listening uh, on the podcast or for yeah. watching on the YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Um, again, if you're new to this channel and watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell; you'll get notifications of new videos. Yeah. If you're new to the podcast, all of our podcasts will be up on our website. Yeah, they're, they're also right available on iTunes yep. and Spotify. Spotify and other yeah. places. So uh-huh. any of the, any of your favorite uh, podcast
0: um, you know, providers. Yeah, if you do want to download the podcast or listen to it on our website under market data, you'll you'll see the link for the podcast. So you can get there easily too. And you can definitely yeah. get in touch with us, uh, but again, thanks again for
1: uh, watching and listening and we yep. are the Queens home team and we'll see you here again next month.
0: Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>